Mortgage rates surged to a 22-year high. So mortgage rates claimed, uh, climbed higher above 7% this week, marking a 22-year high and shattering the American dream for many. The average 30-year mortgage rate jumped to 7.23% this week, up from last week's 7.09%, according to Freddie Mac on Thursday. That is the highest rate point since June 2001, when rates were at 7.24%. And today's rate environment is bruising first-time home buyers, who are facing many other struggles, including high prices and minimal inventory, and the resulting unaffordability is also increasing the wealth gap between those who own and those who remain stuck on the sideline. So, like, for example, like, people who, like, own a home right now that have like a mortgage rate of like 2% are not going to sell their home to buy a similar home at a 7% interest or 7.24% or 7.23 no yeah 7.23% because in terms of like the monthly budget that comes in like or I should say the monthly payment that they will be required to pay for their mortgage, for the exact same price of home, would be insane. So, let's just say that, you know, like for like a $200,000 home, listed that they were originally at like a 2%, right? But, say they were to sell that home, then buy a similar home at the same price, but with a 7.23% instead of a 2%-ish, right? That's nearly like a $400 to $500 per month difference, potentially, depending on how long their year terms are, instead of like a 15 or 30 or whatever. So just think about that for a second, right? If you had to pay an extra 400 bucks, 500 bucks per month, like you just lose that automatically per month, how much will that eat into your budget? Do you even have enough money for that spread? That's the thing that people need to think about. It's like, it gets to the point where you're just not going to be able to afford it because it could get someone really close to being paycheck to paycheck as like a first-time home buyer, and you do not want to be in that situation because if you're a home buyer and you're living paycheck to paycheck because your mortgage rate is just so high, you're going to be screwed. Like, if anything happens to you where you can't bring in money, you're screwed. So this is the thing. Like, there's going to be so many homeowners who are just not going to sell their home. And if they do sell their home, it's probably going to be, like, through force, like, through, like, basically getting kicked out by the government because they're not making, like, making any payments or something like that. So it's going to be pretty interesting. So they say, it's going to create a huge social divide. Lawrence Yoon, chief economist with the National Association of Realtors, told Yahoo Finance Live about mortgage rates. Homeowners are smiling big, while the renters feel like their dream is out of reach. Frustrated that other people are getting the housing wealth while they are left out paying higher rents each month. And many buyers have thrown in the towel. 
The volume of mortgage applications for a home purchase was the smallest in 28 years last week. According to an index from the Mortgage Bankers Association released Wednesday, the seasonally adjusted index dropped by 5% for the week ending August 18th from the previous week and was 30% lower than a year ago on an adjusted basis. As rates have surged past 7% and home buying costs have risen yet again, home purchase mortgage applications have eased, suggesting that at least some potential buyers have been shut out of the market, Daniel Hell, Realtor.com's chief economist said. Adding to expensive borrowing costs is the slim inventory, also something elevated mortgage rates are responsible for. Many homeowners won't sell their homes because they would have to trade their very low mortgage rate for a much higher one. That limited inventory coming has pushed prices higher, exacerbating exacerbating affordability even more for would-be buyers. Homeowners, though, are enjoying equity gains. When you go to people and say the value of your house went up, homeowners could think it's a wonderful thing. John Sabahas, a fellow at Brookings Institution and former chief of microeconomic surveys at the Federal Reserve Board, told Yahoo Finance. But in effect, the economy is worse off because if you're never going to sell that house, it doesn't matter what the value is. And for people who haven't yet bought a house, they're the ones who are negatively impacted. And renters missed and can and continue to miss the opportunity to accumulate housing equity from rising home prices. With homeowners acquiring 40 times more in their net worth than renters in the last decade, according to a study by the National Association of Realtors, regardless of socioeconomic class. Since 2012, low-income homeowners have seen an average gain of $98,900 in the homes, and middle-income homeowners saw an average of $122,100 during the same period, and high-income owners accrued $150,800, the study found. Now, what's also kind of interesting in terms of, like, like, I'll put it like a personal story. I stumbled into a situation where I learned about this couple that had bought their home, I think, back in, like, the 2012-ish area, or time frame, 2014 time frame. And they bought it for, like, $160,000, right? It's like, on, like, an acre lot. Like, it, it looked pretty nice, right? But what's crazy is that within 10 years, that home that they bought for like $180,000 at that time, sold for over a million dollars within like 10 years. That's crazy, right? So when it comes to like real estate, the biggest factor is like the location of that real estate. Because if you know or have a very strong belief and idea that an area is going to get built up per se, it's going to have a lot more population in the area, etc. There's going to be a lot more developments in the area. Your home will probably, probably like increase in value. So it might be a good investment. So location matters, how big the home is, what's the neighborhood like, etc. But like location is probably like the biggest factor. 
That's why you could basically have something like, for example, I saw, this is crazy, like years ago, I saw a trailer on like 800 square feet of land being sold in Malibu for over a million dollars, and the reason for it, it was right on the beach. It was like this like weird trailer park area that was walking distance from the beach. So location has a pretty huge factor. Just to, I just wanted to like put that in there because a lot of people kind of like forget that like just because you can buy a home doesn't mean that you should. And if you were to buy a home, if you're able to, if you can financially handle it without harm to yourself financially, then buy something in a very good area. Don't necessarily only buy something that you just want to like live in. You also got to think about, okay, do I plan on potentially leaving this home? Is there a chance for me having to sell this home later on? If that's the case, I need to buy a home that has a pretty good shot at improving in value. So that after, who knows, like three years, five years, six years, however long I stay there, I could sell that home, make a profit, go buy another home, and also not pay any taxes. Because a lot of people don't understand this, but there's a lot of ways to not pay taxes when it comes to real estate. Something to think about.